It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, I don't know where you are, of course, but I do know where I am, and it's pretty cold. Pretty cold. Mr. Richard is, uh, well, he's traveling again, and actually right now he's uh, calling on some people out in California. And he said the weather there is just terrific. Well, so be it. But we have the change of seasons. We get winter and we get spring and we get fall and we get summer. So there's always something to look forward to. So anyway, with that idea, I was thinking about a song that Stuart Hamlin wrote. And uh, it'll it'll sure fit the moment. Uh, Here in this part of the country, that's for sure, because regardless of how cold it may be or how cloudy it may be, or maybe it's even snowing where you are, I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. You can still open up your heart and listen to this song. Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Mother told me something that all of us should know. It's all about the devil. And I've learned to hate him so She said he causes trouble When you let him in the room He will never ever leave you If your heart is filled with gloom So let the sun shine in Face it with a grin Smilers never lose And frowners never win So let the sun shine in Face it with a grin Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Now when you are unhappy, that old devil wears a grin. Oh, but he feels so awful, awful when the light comes pouring in. I know he'll be unhappy, cause I'll never wear a frown. Maybe if we keep on smiling, he'll get tired of hanging around. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Smilers never lose, and frowners never win, so let the sun shine in, face it with a grin, open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Forget to say my prayers and that devil jumps with glee But he feels so awful awful when he sees me on my knee So if you're full of trouble and you never seem to win Man, just open up your heart, boy, and let the sun shine in So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin Smilers never lose, oh no, and frowners never win. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Open up your heart. It didn't say open up your head. It all did it. As a matter of fact, the Bible says... As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amazing, you know. 
Uh, if you really think those things through, that is so honestly true. Now, by the way, some listeners called in our listener comment line, and one of them particularly, he was taking note of my my bad voice. Well, I sure know I have a bad voice. Matter of fact, I'm going to the doctor next week. He's going to put something down through my nose into my throat, and he's going to tell me what he sees down there with those vocal cords. But in the meantime, in the meantime, what should I do? Um, as long as I can still make a sound, make my mouth move, I can talk. And uh, so we will just have a good visit today, okay? And uh, here's another song about a heart. See, because if the sunshine always brings up the bright day, but that takes place in the heart, uh, not outside in the weather, for goodness sake. Now, how about your heart? How about your heart? Maybe this is a good time to listen to this broadcast and just kind of examine all of these very, very basic things. Here it is. How about your heart? About your heart, is it right with God? Would you ask Christ in today? Is it black with sin, or is it pure within? Would you ask Christ in to stay? How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts today. of that song people often see you as you are outside 
but God looks on the inside. And you see, that's how God really knows who we are. Have you ever heard of someone with a fake smile? Uh, you know, you can kind of tell it, can't you? They're smiling, but they don't mean to. And uh, maybe, Or they're just grumpy. Or they're just uh, you know, out of sorts all the time. First of all, that's not a way to live. It's not a way to help anybody else. And it sure isn't good for us uh, when things get that way. But then you know that life is the mountaintops and the valleys. Um, and isn't it wonderful to be a Christian and know that God is with us all the way from beginning to end. God is with us and we are in his hands. And um, a lady uh, texted me just uh, this week and uh, she said, that her older brother was not going to be around very long. He had terminal illness. And she said she'd been praying for him because he wasn't a Christian. He didn't know the Lord. And so she read, she went to visit him, and she was with him to console him and, and show him that she really loved him as her brother. And uh, then she read some Bible verses for him. And uh, that was a comfort to him. And then she asked him, would you like to accept Jesus? I've been praying for you all of these years. Would you like to make that, re that acceptance now and let God, his gift is there, but you have to receive it. Let's not forget that. His gift is offered freely, but you have to receive it. That's your choice. And so he did. He did. And she said, he won't be very with, with us long. And I said, well, I texted right back. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. Now, you won't lose him if you know where he is. See, you can't lose anybody if you know where they are. But you sure miss them. You sure do miss them because you love them. And you sure do miss them. But even that, the Lord kind of heals the wound. The Lord kind of heals that wound. And uh, the Gaithers had a song, and I think it's Janet Paschal, Paschal, is it, that sings that solo in there. Ken Monroe is my producer here. But it is, the uh, song is titled, It Won't Rain Always. Listen to it. Turn your radio up and meditate on these words. Good times and bad times. And most of the time, we don't know the difference. But the God of the mountain is the God of the valley, and he is there for us in the good times and the bad times. These have been some tough times for our personal family this last year. Uh, we lost uh, some good folks. Hovey Lister is one of the pioneers of our field, passed away a couple months ago after a seven-year battle with lymphoma. James Blackwood uh, passed away about a month ago. Half a page story on him in, in, in the New York Times and the wonderful contribu contribution that he had made to gospel music. And my own brother uh, passed away last year. And then my, uh, my mom, 87 years old, uh, great, great lady, 
and I thank God for the last six or seven months that we had with her and it was hard to figure out the sunshine and the rain even though she had dementia she never lost her sense of humor and uh, never lost her graciousness I would go out I went out one morning and she was we had a nurse helping her in the, in the home and my dad had gone uptown and she said where's George I said mom he just went to town he'll be back in a second but you got me <laughs> she said I guess it's better than nothing at all <laughs> <clears throat> but the nights that I uh, went over and sang to her a lot of great singers up here on this stage but I tell you what when I sang to my mom I was the greatest singer in the world and I sang everything I knew, a couple songs I didn't know. Two weeks before she died, uh, the nurses would bathe her, but they were gone one day, and Dad had to bathe her. And he evidently was not doing a good job because she kept jawing at him. And so finally she said, have you ever bathed a woman before? <laughs> to which Dad said, hundreds of them. <laughs> which she said, well, you sure didn't learn anything. <laughs> Sunshine or rain? Most of the time, we don't know the difference. But even in the rain, thank God, it won't rain always. Listen. Someone said that in this some rain is bound to fall And each one shares His share of tears And trouble, troubles us But the hurt won't hurt forever, and the tears are bound to dry. The sun 
And here's our listener comment line. It's 1-800-345-2621. I'll clear my voice a little bit here. It's 345-2621. And then those are transcribed. And Rich and I really read them and the other staff members. And that really helps us a lot. It really does. Um, now, um, we love to hear from our listeners in Arkansas and in California and in Illinois, that's Quincy, Illinois, and then Indiana and Iowa and Kansas and then Missouri and then uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma, South Dakota. That Rapid City uh, station in Rapid City, South Dakota is a new one and I love to hear from the listeners there. And then Yankton, South Dakota, Sioux City area as well. And then in Tennessee, my goodness, Clarksville, Dixon, Gallatin, Memphis, Nashville, all through Tennessee. And then Texas, Longview and Tyler, Texas, some of the nicest people. And then Wyoming, my goodness sakes, at Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Love to hear from the listeners from that area. But anyway... Whenever you call and leave your comments, good, bad, or indifferent, why, um, we take note of it. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing to have. Let me give you that number one more time, 800-345-2621. And, of course, my buddy Rich is uh, traveling right now, so here I am flying solo. And, um, and, um, and it's okay because I just love to talk to our listeners anyway, like kind of a family reunion. You know, if you look through the Bible from the very beginning, God spoke to us about the importance of work. That's W-O-R-K, and it's out of the sweat of our brow, I think, so to speak, uh, that we labor, and out of the labor comes the harvest, comes the reward, comes the, what we need for life and sustenance and all of those things. It starts with work. And then comes the reward or the harvest or whatever it is. And uh, that's just something that you can read all the way back through the Bible and see how important that thought is. Um, the, the, planting the seed and then reaping the harvest. One comes before the other. And I remember any time I used to meet someone who was raised on a farm, if it was a happy family, and a good family with a good mom and dad, and everybody was working together. That's another thought, uh, to make the farm prosper and, uh, and work hard together. Why uh, They always grew up to be good, good people. I was going to say good kids. They always were good kids, it seemed, because they knew how to work, and they knew why they were working. And uh, then when they grew up to be adults, well, you could always depend on them. And they always seemed to never be having to look for a job. They already had one. 
but that's just the way they were raised. But if you think about what the Bible says about sowing and reaping, and uh, I, I know everybody lives in a city nowadays, so we don't understand what sowing and reaping is, but the principle is the same. Now, I was raised in a city in Minneapolis, and I know this, that learning to work early as a kid, not being forced where it wasn't a negative thing. It wasn't something that somebody said, all right, now get out there and you've got to do that. No, no, no. But having the privilege and the opportunity to work because I had things that I wanted to buy. So I learned to work and then I had the reward of what I earned. And I was also taught to tie the portion to God. For sure, that comes first. And then also to think of others not just myself, but to think of others. I can remember I probably was 14 or 15. I bought my mother some living room furniture, and I was so proud, and she was so happy. And my father was also, because we were one family. We were one family, and it just gave everybody an opportunity to rejoice. So Paul Harvey Oh, I want to tell you one other thing. My great-grandson, Owen, Owen Gott, G-A-U-T, he's my great-grandson, and they moved out to San Diego from the Midwest here, I don't know, two, three, four years ago now already. And little Owen is now 15, and he texted me just the other day. He said, great-grandpa, I want to tell you, I, I'm going, I have uh, my first job, and... Uh, and it's my job, and I interviewed for it. And uh, so I had to state my case. And I got my first job, and I said, oh, and I'm so proud of you because I don't know what you do on your job or how much they pay you. That's not important, but it's your job. It's your job. And now the reward from working belongs to you. So, But don't, don't think it's just you. It's not just you. You've got to also learn to tithe a portion of that. And then you've got to save a portion of that. You're a young man. You should be saving. For heaven's sake, don't blow everything you've got. Save some. And then, of course, uh, think of others. Uh, think of others and how you could be kind to others with what God has given you. And then, of course, buy something for yourself. But those are the, those are the things you must think about. Now that you have a paycheck coming. So at 15 years old, I, I know that he's going to learn those principles. Paul Harvey, Paul Harvey recorded something years and years ago. It's about a farmer uh, and how God looks upon this principle of which we're talking. So when, he's, when, he, when you listen to Paul Harvey, he's talking about a farmer but it applies broadly to every area of life. And it starts out with the kind of man you are, I suppose, because of the kind of man you were raised to be also. Here it is. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. 
I need somebody with arms strong enough to wrestle a calf and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to call hogs, tame cantankerous machinery, come home hungry, have to wait lunch until his wife's done feeding visiting ladies, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon and mean it. So God made a farmer. God said I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die and dry his eyes and say maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay wire feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then pain in from tractor back put in another 72 hours so God made a farmer. God had to have somebody willing to ride the ruts at double speed to get the hay in ahead of the rain clouds and yet stop in midfield and race to help when he sees the first smoke from a neighbor's place. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark it had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners. Somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk, and replenish the self-feeder, and finish a hard week's work with a five-mile drive to church. Somebody who'd bail a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing, who would laugh, and then sigh, and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says, that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. Ah, you see, folks, uh, spend his life doing what dad does. Um, anyway, that all, that all fits in every life. And if you raise your children and you have a strong marriage and you enjoying your family and loving them and raising them properly, I, uh, it, it works out better, but that's God's way, and God's way is always the best way. Now, here's, here's Jim Reeves to take us out of the program. We thank Thee each morning for a newborn day Where we may work the fields of new-mown hay we thank Thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O oh Lord. We thank Thee. Thank Thee for the rivers that run all day. Thank Thee for the little birds that sing along the way. Thank Thee for the trees and the deep blue sea, O oh that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Thank Thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank Thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank Thee for Thy love.
who created us and gives us the life that we have until he, until he calls us home. This is Dick Bod now with this chapter of The Complete Stories of Public Service, and I'll see you later. (laughs) ¶¶ 